0: This is Exactly Right.
1: Karen, hi. 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 <laughs> you pointed at me to talk first tonight. I wanted you to do the... I did it oh. last time, trying to make a start. Oh, hey, this... Oh, fuck, I gotta turn my phone
0: off. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, hey, this is...
1: Hello? Who's this? (laughs) Show business? It's a telemarketer. Do you mind if I take this? Can I (laughs) do Can I talk about some products with this person? Yeah. I give them all my my social security number and everything over the podcast. Just record it all. Um, Welcome to My Favorite Murder. This is basically what the podcast is.
0: Yes. It's going to be this um, for another two and three quarters hours. Yep. Enjoy. Yeah there you go. Or goodbye. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Can
1: I start out real quick just by plugging just so the skippers who skip to the stories yes. don't miss
0: this. Don't miss this. We have new motherfucking shirts. Yes. yes. And they're good. They're good, right? I'm, I'm really. Yes. Yeah, there's something. Well, to me there, when you sent me that picture, there's something very visceral about the original logo as a shirt. Yeah. Like it makes me feel official. It's so official And I can't wait to see someone I'm still
1: waiting to run into someone in the wild Like someone I don't know Wearing one of our old shirts
0: Well that just happened to me Shut up Walking into your apartment oh. <laughs> And Stephen has our shirt on Yeah
1: yeah. I was dressed appropriately. He was. Yes, we appreciate right. it. We don't let anyone in our house <laughs> unless they're wearing mine or Vince's podcast shirt. <laughs> that's smart. Uh huh. As a couple, that's yeah. a good decision. We're real dicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but teespring.com slash my favorite murder. It's like, it's like a run. It's going, you can buy it till the 23rd and that's when they get sent out. The 23rd of August. Of August. Okay. Thank you. So, and then if that goes well, we'll just extend it and then do new, new, um, prints and new, um, Designs and stuff, and awesome. I'm gonna go from there. But I want to test this. It's a, they have a men's shirt and a woman's shirt and a V-neck shirt and a freaking hoodie. A hoodie. I'm getting one of those. It's pretty sweet. Is it obnoxious to wear your own podcast sweatshirt, t-shirt? Yes. Hoodie? No. <laughs> no. It's like when you get it when you're working on a movie and you get Ooh. the show, the movie logo hat. That's right. And once it wraps, you can wear it. Right? Should
0: we also get director's chairs? <laughs> Do you think?
1: Definitely. Should we should we get baseball jackets? Baseball jackets, directors. You can get. I was looking to like try to get mugs and stuff. You can get like we can get like serving trays with the logo on it. Oh,
0: good. You can get so much weird <laughs> shit. You know, Dave Anthony from the dollops says that the thing they sell the most oh are God. posters. Yeah,
1: gotta do that. Yeah, posters, and we can do shot glasses too, which I feel like. I mean, there's got to be a lot of college kids listening, right? I would hope. What are they doing with their time? I mean, studying? Please. Look at us. We didn't go to college. I mean, we didn't graduate. And look at us now. I mean, I tried,
0: but it sucked. I gave it a shot. It was weird and uncomfortable. Oh, I hated it. I really didn't like it.
1: It was triggering for me because I hated high school so much Mm -hmm. that it just felt like high school.
0: Mine felt like the opposite of high school because I went to a tiny high school and then I tried to go to Sac State, which was like going to... Oh, my gosh. Huge. a whole other city as a school. And I just felt lost and empty and alone.
1: Yeah. Community college felt like, um, Oh God, it felt like I was going backwards in time because my school was kind of nice. And then suddenly it was like, like this terrible (laughs) like old school that was so sad
0: did it have those desks where the chair and the desk are connected Mm -hmm. i can't there's something so depressing about those desks because you can't move in or out and your butt hurts and it's just no and it's like you're it's like a little clamp on you yeah it's a school clamp it's a little prison cell um so look at us now yeah look at us free sticking our legs wherever we want sideways Anywhere. Uh, in our so, director's chairs. Quit school, everybody. That's the one <laughs> message we have for the children this week. Please quit school. Uh, gee, how, how, what are you? You want my housekeeping? Yeah. Because I have a couple things. Oh, look at you. First sure. of all, we know now for a fact that at L.A. PodFest, we are going to be there on Saturday, September 24th from 9 to 11 in the ballroom. That's our show and our time. So if you're going to go or you wanted to know that specific news, um, but you can also live stream right. for a certain amount. I'm not sure what it is. You can watch the whole thing from the comfort of your home live. That's pretty cool. So go on to LAPodFest.com and all that information uh is there for you. They have a lot of great podcasts there I this know. year. It seems like that's a pretty sweet slot. Am I wrong? I think so, but because ballroom seems to usually it be a good thing. Yeah.
1: What if it's just like, it's really this, like, that's what they call the janitor's closet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, what are we going to do for two hours? Dan- no, I no, we have to make up that dance now. <gasps> oh, my <laughs> God. We have to do so much random stuff. <laughs>
1: what are we going to do for two hours? I don't know. We might need to get a guest. We're definitely going to get some guests. to Maybe, like, you know, people who are at the PodFest fest with their podcast can tell some hometown stories. Maybe we'll get some from the
0: audience. Yeah, we'll definitely ask the audience if they yeah, have any.
1: But we'll have a, a porn to, like, if you guys are talking too long, we'll just, and like, get off the...
0: <sighs> I feel like uh, what we don't understand is that the average person doesn't really want to talk in public at all, so oh. talking too long is rarely the problem. But attention. Um. Yeah, but I think people like more a face-to-face attention. Okay. I mean, that's my theory. Okay. Because I could literally talk forever and a large group of people yeah. and be doing badly and still want to do it. It doesn't make sense. Um, that was my first piece okay. of housekeeping. The other one was the live dollop is, uh, August 16th at Meltdown. I think they're sold out, but they do stand by there. Yeah. So if you have some burning desire, if this is some great, uh, Voltron combo for you, then please, uh, please come try to come. I don't know if that's a good thing to encourage people to do. And then, <laughs> I just wanted to say to you. Oh my gosh. Did you know Burke Ramsey is going to be on Dr. Phil in September? I no,
1: and I've been waiting to freak out <laughs> with me? For you. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I've been seeing that. And I'm like, whatever, whatever. Even even Vince was like, "Did you see that?" And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." But I've been waiting to talk to you about it. I love
0: that the day it was announced, I think I must have had six or seven people tweet at me and, oh, yeah. the, and our the my favorite murder twitter we had like 25 people
1: instagram too it. like people we have an instagram account and people will be like commenting on a shirt post like did you see this <laughs> so here's what i think is gonna happen one of two things either it's gonna be the most boring basic thing he thinks an intruder did it mm-hmm. or he's totally gonna just go ballistic and say it was his mom
0: I guess I'm guessing it's not the latter, but how cool would that be? It'd be amazing. I did see one picture in one of the articles that got sent mm-hmm. and they're walking in an orchard. The which walk is and a, talk. Probably <laughs> a bad sign. Yeah. Because that means they're two besties. No, they like, always do the walk and
1: talk, though. Oh, yeah. The walk and talk whenever there's like an interview. that's just a thing. Okay. A walk and talk. Okay. But you think an orchard is a bad sign. I mean, it just looked too peaceful and chummy to me. You're not going to be like, and then she hit her over the
0: head in an orchard. You're not going to say that in an orchard. Uh, Yeah. I don't, who knows? But here's what I will say, and I'm not going to name any names. I've got an inside source. Um... I'm gonna find out from my inside source if it's already been taped. If it's a taping live in a studio, oh. like if if the clips we've already seen are just a pre-tape that they're right. that they're letting out footage of or whatever. Fuck. Because what if we went to the live taping of that? No, show? stop it! Oh my god, I didn't even think that's what you meant. Wait, what? <laughs> would you want to do that? Okay, I'm gonna find out from my inside source. I didn't even know that's what you meant.
1: I thought you were gonna like find out what he was
0: saying. But that's I would no go. no. Don't you want to be there? <gasps> yeah! Because here's the thing I do trust in Dr. Phil, um, is, <laughs> I just got the picture in my head. Did you ever see the Dr. Phil that was on the Muppet the Sesame Street where they did a Dr. Phil and it, the Muppet looked exactly like him? No, I love it. it that, that just flashed in my head and I kind of <laughs> went away for a second, sorry. Um. <laughs> I do trust that Dr. Phil doesn't give a fuck so yeah. he will like confront like a lunatic yeah like it's not like I'm going back on what I just said about the chummy right because now that I think about it Dr. Phil will just all be like why why do you still live with your boyfriend who's a pedophile Or you know what I mean he doesn't care wait Burke Ramsey lives with a boyfriend who's no a- no no, no.
1: Um, so yeah he definitely asks the hard questions yes. and kind of fucking needles them until they like they get nervous, and then the real shit comes out. Yeah. So I think it's, he's better than, like, a Barbara Walters. Because, because sure. she's super soft. For sure. On people. Um, I agree. I can't wait. I'm totally going to watch it. But I'm, like everything in life, keeping my expectations low.
0: <laughs> if we somehow get tickets to be in the studio audience i will lose should we wear matching outfits <laughs> <laughs> should we d- and should they be our t-shirts oh my god yes <laughs> <laughs> yes yes a thousand times yes please should we dress like super weird Not twin sisters. Yeah. And freak people out. Get her hair cut. Yes. Everything. Should I get a tiny bob? That that was my
1: 90s hair forever. I want to say we should dress like... Pageant girls, but that seems in bad taste <gasps> that w- to say right now. <laughs> it does seem like that, so I'm not saying it.
0: <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> fucking huge,
0: the huge tiara trophy. Oh, they would kick us out. <laughs> we would get arrested for bad taste. We do like that's like a intense drag queen move is to like
1: dress up as John Totally. Nancy. Well, sometimes when I wear like vintage dresses to events and shit, I feel like a little pageanty. Yes. So yeah. I I'm in I'm I can do it and Ooh. I have no tits just like a fucking 5 year old so oh, I can no. do this excuse me I should no. not have said any of this <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> going to hell. It's
0: okay. This is a private podcast. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's. Then here's part two, okay. which a lot of people know because a lot of people also tweeted us this, this information. Okay. Is that um, Ingmar Guadnique, who is the guy that was accused of murdering Chandra, Chandra- yes! Lee, is going to get released from prison after six years because. The prosecutors are dropping all charges because based on recent unforeseen developments that were investigated over the past week. What? I am.
1: I'm never speechless, but I'm speechless about this. That's
0: yes. insane. Because the whatever they found. Yeah. Whatever this investigation is, the idea that it got to the point where it gets him out of jail totally. entirely. Totally. That quickly? has to be. Something incredibly definitive. But
1: didn't he also kill two, isn't he suspected of or did kill?
0: Uh,
1: yeah. Rock and saying. roll. Didn't, isn't he suspected of or killed two other people? He did,
0: now look, I'm not celebrating his release because he did attack women in that park. That's the reason he was arrested. Oh. But he attacked women with the intent, I believe, to rape them if he di- if not raping them. But, There, I think, so basically he was the perfect person to arrest for her murder. It's
1: just that moral dilemma of like, is setting him free just going to fuck up the world even more? I mean, He's, ugh, I know you can't hold someone for something they weren't charged for, but ugh, I hate it. And well, I want to know what the, I want to know what the evidence is so I can know if I right. agree or not, but they're
0: not telling us. You're right. It's not exciting he's getting out of jail because no. obviously he can't handle himself around women, parks, he's or a screwdrivers. Sexual predator. Yeah. He's no good. And I'm sure jail helped him with that. Right. <laughs> As but, it tends to do. <laughs> but what I, yeah, well, I'm just stoked that they found something. They were still looking. Yeah. And they found something so definitive. That means we're going to find out about it within the next month. It
1: can't just be a witness because it's been, what, 10 years and witness, eyewitness testimony sucks. It can't be. Witnesses don't get people out of jail, I don't think. It can't just also it can't just be DNA because finding a hair on the body doesn't mean anything, you know, unless it's can be linked. What did they find? What did they find? What did they find?
0: What? Because she wasn't she isn't wasn't she skeletal remains when they found her? I can't remember. People talk to me about these cases that we talk about on here, and I have almost no memory of talking about them. <laughs> I know. I have to re-listen to episodes. I've gone like, I
1: should do this murder, and then like, did I really do this? I've
0: thought of that so Wait, many there times. There was one
1: that I wanted to ask you if I've done, because I totally forgot. And they mean the world to us listeners. <laughs> uh They're what a most wonderful important things we love it <laughs> i mean i forget my own name i almost did one of yours <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was looking it up today and i was like i can't find which it. one um what it was be- a ri- maybe your first no not your first because your first was martha moxley right no my first a- was Jean Bonet. Oh okay. It was an early one that was a little more obscure. And, and right I saw it and I went, that's so good. And I'm like the reason you think that is because George <laughs> What if you just did it and then did it better? <laughs> and then said, up your game, girl. Yeah. That's get right. It together. It's a contest within a
1: Um I podcast. started listening. <laughs> like I want to say just for research purposes and just for like quality control, but started I listened to it episode one from the beginning mm. but it's really just because I'm fucking full of myself and wanted to hear how funny we are sure. and I was laughing out I was here this is like describes me in a nutshell I was shopping for vintage clothing
0: <laughs> listening to my own podcast <laughs> and laughing out loud <laughs> Do you think you were laughing really loud and didn't know it cuz you had earbuds in? I was
1: No, because I'm really aware of that, but I was ac- I was laughing out loud accidentally, like I couldn't help my,
0: What is Oh god, uh, I'm such a dick. But it's No, I think it's very brave of you to admit this. <laughs> I I re-listen to episodes a lot. Because it's a really it's fun to do. It's I don't know, it's fun to do. It is. <laughs> it is. And it's like, oh shit, I think you
1: and I text each other
0: on a regular basis. Oh, that was
1: good. That was actually good. We're good. Sometimes
0: we leave this apartment and I'm like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't do this any anymore. Time. Wait, what? Uh, wait, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell that's not true. <laughs> um, any more housekeeping? That is it for me. Oh, just people have asked a couple times this week. The Hometown Murder email is myfavoritemurder at gmail.com. Yeah. Couldn't be easier. Couldn't be easier. That's where you send them. If you don't want to or can't get on, people some still say they can't get on the Facebook page. I'm not sure why. But if you don't want to go that route, just go straight to our Gmail. It's called. It's at myfavoritemurder. Yep. Easy. Yep. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like, perfectly scrambled eggs.
1: Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that
0: dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient Murder, and here's the important note: that promo code is all lowercase. So go to Shopify.com/slash/murder
1: and take your retail business to the next level. That's Shopify.com/slash/murder
0: again. Don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Are I first this week. You first. My first. Are you
1: first? I think yeah. You did. Um, what's your face last week? And I think you went first. I also don't care. Who goes first? Honestly, at this moment, I have absolutely no idea what happened last week. Okay. You did um, little baby Karen, didn't you? Mary Bell? Yeah.
0: Was that last week? I don't know. I honestly don't know. What's that? No. (laughs) Last week was hometown murder. Fuck. Oh, my God. What is wrong with us? Is there a gas leak in my apartment? We can't be that stuck up. If we can't remember exactly. I don't think it's us being
1: stuck up. I think it's, we have terrible memories. Yeah. I think there's a gas leak in my apartment. Probably. I definitely have a terrible memory anyway. I do too. So do you want me to go first? You want to go first? Um, you go first. Okay. I'm excited about this one because it's fucked up. And I also really like finding ones that you don't know. And I didn't know, I found one that I didn't know.
0: Purposely. Where'd you find it? Reddit?
1: Um, I might have found like a link on the Facebook page as you do and then just went crazy. Oh, okay.
0: Because someone posted a link That has all these Reddit links on it. Ooh! There is a post with a bunch of Reddit links that I was looking through today and loved it. It was so great.
1: Well, I did what I always do, and I go into the hometown, I go into our email and look up and like type to find if anyone has ever emailed us about it, just so I can add that information in, and no one has ever emailed us about this. Oh, that's smart. So who knows where I found it? Uh, Okay, this is the Durham family murders. Durham family. Durham. Okay. All right, I'm going to start with the murders. So... On February 3rd, 1972, is a stormy, snowy night in Boone, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And the bodies of Bryce Durham, 51, his wife, Virginia, 44, and their son, Bobby Joe, who was 18, were found crowded side by side, leaning across and into a filled bathtub with their heads under the water, submerged. <sighs> There's a fucking photo. No, the autos- autopsy established that though rope burns were evident on the necks of all three of the family members, the bo- the ma- the father and son were alive when their heads were forced underwater. Wow, this really just kicked it off, didn't it? I don't know why I started with the fucked up part, but here well, we no, go. Well, no, no, it's it's. Okay. I mean, look, you got to hook them in because the rest of the story, I find, I find. Amazing. And yeah. you'll see why. Yeah, yeah. So Virginia had been strangled to death before being plunged head first into the tub, but for some reason they still put her in there or whoever it was. The bodies of Bryce and Virginia also exhibited blunt force trauma. Bryce had a skull fracture and Virginia's nose had been bloodied before her death. And none of the corpses bore defensive wounds. Ooh. So then I wrote, who done it? <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Just typing away in your typewriter. Who done it? <laughs> who could it be? So Bryce, the father, owned a local successful car dealership, and Bobby Joe was a college student nearby. The Durhams, all three of them, came home together from the car dealership, and it was a crazy stormy night. It was super snowy. It was, like, getting worse and worse. Um, and a neighbor noted, saw that they came home around 9 p.m., so, cut to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. I wrote. <laughs> in case I forget. Yep. Allegedly, the son... Okay, so there's another kid. There's a daughter, Ginny Durham Hall. She was 19, and she lived with her husband, Troy Hall, a little ways away in a trailer. So, allegedly, the son-in-law, Troy, arrived home at a trailer um, where he met Ginny, And he claimed he spent the entire day at the library from like 5 p.m. till he got home. He says he came home to watch the Winter Olympics and they turned the TV on at 10 o'clock and then the TV was on the fritz. So they put on music instead, Hmm. they say. Then around 1015, he answers a call at the their home. He says that the call was from Virginia, his mother in law, and that she was whispering that's three men were assaulting the family and then the line abruptly went dead. Mm-hmm. He claimed he tried to call back the home, but it was busy, but it was busy. So he asked his wife, would your mom play a trick on us? And they kind of thought it was a prank, which is a real fucking funny prank. <clears throat> so worried they decided to check in on the family. Didn't call the cops. Their car wouldn't start even though he had only been in it like 15 to 20 minutes before. And they asked the neighbor, Cecil Smart, to drive them. Cecil Small is what I meant. Cecil Small. Small, who's now deceased, was a private investigator. Ooh. And he drove the couple out to the house. Side note, Cecil was also supposedly at the scene of the Kennedy assassination. What? According to him, he was passing by the end of the motorcade. And he saw a Hispanic man in the crowd with a poorly concealed scoped rifle. He was, uh, driven off course by the motorcade and came to an unfamiliar air- unfamiliar area. So he pulled over in front of the school book depository. Uh huh. To ask for directions. And a passerby was heading in the very same direction that he intended to travel. Huh. And thus offered the calm, neatly dressed stranger arrived. And this man, Cecil avowed to his dying day, was Lee Harvey Oswald. Cecil, a liar. Cecil's. So you're telling me,
0: Cecil small, that you not only saw the shooter of President Kennedy, the a, a different person, but then you also met Lee Harvey Oswald. But you can also prove that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't do it.
1: Didn't do it. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking about and it. And you're blaming a Hispanic right. man. You no. Know, okay, I just put this together and I wasn't going to add this in because I think it's in poor taste, but Troy says that. Virginia s- says that
0: three black men, black men yes. were attacking her and her. I home. mean, I'm sorry, but there's a cer- from like 1969 yeah. be- and before that's all anyone ever said. Yeah. I think from the 80s. Yeah, you right. it's
1: now you blame it on. People do that all the time. Yeah. So that I'm kind of putting those things together now. So they get to the home almost an hour after the panicked call but they couldn't get up the hill to the home because of the snow. So they left Ginny in the car and they said, stay here, we're going to run up there. And supposedly they thought three men were in the house, maybe not anymore, attacking, and they left her in the car at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. That
0: makes no sense. No. no, right? No. Also, I don't like three men. That That's rare that that's the right. actual situation. Right. But how would
1: three people, two of him, were like able-bodied men, Able to be overpowered without any defensive wounds, it couldn't true. have been one person. Unless, true, true. you know, some people just comply when there's a gun in their face. Yes, right? like a lot of people do. Yeah, even I though mean, it's the smart thing to do, right? All right. So they get up the hill. They get to the, the house. Um, they entered the home through a broken garage door, where they found the place ransacked and the water was still running in the tub that was full of the family. Ugh. They got they they skedaddled. I said, which <laughs> I spelled right, which is weird, and jumped oh, nice. into the car intending to drive off, still not having called the police. The car was stuck so they made it to a neighbor's and they finally called the police. So police suggested the ransacked house seemed like a stage robbery, which I'm wondering like you hear that all the time. Are they I want to know if they're ever wrong about that. That about, it really was ransacked yeah. in sincerity? I feel like there can't be that much, that huge of a difference between a ransacked because it's being burglarized
0: I think when people burg this is just me talking off the top of my head. Yeah, I want to know your opinion. Okay. First of all, I want to officially change my old opinion, too. I don't know why I said 1969 and below <laughs> when racism is such a humongous problem in this country. It came. It came, it came I don't know. You you said it. <laughs> um, but I'll go ahead to again freely give my opinion. Um, when people burglarize a house, they're looking for valuables and they know where people hide valuables. Right. Good, good burglars want to get in and get out. They don't want to wreck people's houses. They don't go through every single drawer because they right. know that people hide. I mean, there have been studies about it where it's like people hide their stuff in a sock drawer. People yes. hide their stuff in a freezer. People hide their safes behind pictures. So now everyone knows where you hide your stuff. That's right. They come to your house. My safe is behind my picture. <laughs> um, but, but, so so cutting open a couch or, you know, yeah. there's like when when things are overly ruined, I think is when right. cops are like like furniture thrown.
1: Yes. It doesn't need to be because there, there's photos of the house that's ransacked mm-hmm. and it's like there's an there's an ottoman like thrown onto the couch. Yeah. That there's no there's no reason I've done that.
0: Right, and also you're just taking extra time as the burglar. Mm-hmm. That could be time where the cops yeah, could be on their way. Totally. Why would you stand around throwing shit? Well, here's the fucked up thing about
1: this that, that proves they're probably right, is that there was an envelope full of cash sitting, like, out on one of the dining room chairs, and in the photo of the crime scene, you can see it. They had brought it home because they couldn't make it to the bank uh, after... So it was just sitting there? So it was just sitting there and it wasn't taken. So there's no need to put the ottoman on the couch. No. There, it it was a fake, I believe it was a fake ransacking, but I'm just wondering, how, you hear that all the time. Oh yeah. I wish we could look at photos of, I wish like how the 911 call we wanted to do were like, we mm-hmm. listened to two that are real and
0: one that isn't. Ooh, that's one I'd be willing to do. Yeah. That's I one that wouldn't give you nightmares. I, that, that one I would love to do. Because who, I mean, who really knows, but it would be to understand how Detectives and investigators have a sense of things. Mm-hmm. Would be fascinating to me. Can any detectives out there please send us some crime scene photos? <laughs> don't and don't tell. Just us. sneak them out of the uh, precinct evidence locker yeah. where the cocaine is. <laughs> sneak them out. Mail them to George's secret
1: yeah. po-, PO I mean, box. Add a little coke in there if you want. <laughs> it's I mean, Not a big deal. I won't be mad. People do it all the time. I'm kidding. Don't do coke. We we all think it's bad. Yeah, so, okay. I'm speaking for Stephen.
0: <laughs> Stephen
1: <laughs> wants the Coke. Stephen hates Coke. Um, so they say it seemed like a stage robbery. There was an envelope full of cash and nothing of val- nothing much of value had been taken. And. Shortly after, the car that the Durms had at the house, which was from the car dealership, was found in an embankment. And it seemed like it had been placed there rather than crashed. Mm -hmm. And in the back was like a pillowcase full of like some silver, you know, some fucking silver. Nothing that... Like utensils? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Something a rube robber might take. Right. A fool. So, I mean, clearly, my clearly the son-in-law okay here's the fucking twist okay 40 years later it's still unsolved what despite all that evidence that clearly points at the son-in-law but what do they have like motive that the son-in-law the son-in-law has never been a suspect oh and he's a lawyer now so all right oh here's what i think happened i think and Ginny was a sole inheritor inherited Quarter of a million dollars. Oh shit. In, the, in 70s money. Mm hmm. And that's 25 million in today's is dollars. Is it? Oh. <laughs> like, you're good. Wow, Karen. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> if it's numbers, I'm definitely lying. I love those <laughs> conversions when they're like, this is how much it is in I today's know. money. I know. I just read one today that was like 100,000 in the 70s. Ah, Shit! Now I don't remember what it was. I believed you.
1: I believed you in the Over way that when I have to ask you about Roman numerals, that, like you could say anything to me and I would believe you. That I knew. Yeah. That was that I knew. Okay. So I'll always tell you when I'm lying. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I just think like he hired a hit, some hitman. If a phone call happened, it was the the people at the scene saying it's done, and Ginny didn't know about it, and so he said that phone call what was actually this thing instead right or the phone call never happened and she was in on it
0: do you think the neighbor was in on it that it was mr lucky at the assassination it sounds i don't know enough
1: about him but based on those two little details yes yeah. the racist the blaming someone else which i don't know it was the cia that killed kind of me right i mean <laughs> um and yeah, his getting involved in it and being a private detective, which I feel like you know more about how to commit a
0: crime. Well, sure. And otherwise, yeah, you see it all the time. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. What's suspicious to me that just dawned on me. Why would that woman call her son-in-law right. instead of the cops? And when there are
1: three men in her house, that's a good point. And in addition to that, the family didn't like the son-in-law. They were trying to get her. To to leave him. Because she was only nineteen, you said. Yeah. Yeah. So they were trying. they were like against this marriage. Why would she call them? And there's so many instances in this whole crime that it's like, why weren't the cops called? Wow. Yeah. Starting with her with the mother, which probably never happened, so that's why the cops were never called. Yeah. And then multiple times with the son in law and the daughter weren't called. Right. So Yeah. Crazy. And then da 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 okay. There's still there's they're still looking into it. There's a forty thousand dollar reward offered. Um and some someone said, investigator said, in my opinion, Mrs. Durham never made that phone call. When somebody when some people come into your house to kill you, they're not gonna let you make a phone call. Right. Of course. I speculate yeah, maybe the call happened, but from a hitman that they hired. And okay, I also want to give a shout out to uh Jody dot com. No, wait. It's called I did it for Jody. J o d i e dot com. That is a really cool, like a uh, true crime blog that had a lot of good information.
0: Is that name in reference to Mark David Chapman? Possibly Who tried to kill Reagan for Jody Foster. Maybe. Oh, wait. No. I'm sorry. Jody Aries? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you. What did I? You never, <laughs> I <never> just <laughs> I could I could have. I think I got the name wrong. Was it um, Hinckley? I'm thinking of John Hinckley. I never that tried even to kill Reagan. Mark David Chapman is the one that killed John Lennon. Yep. Uh, and then you just threw a, <laughs> Jody Arias in there for fun. <laughs> facts, you guys. We're strong
1: on facts, you so we're yeah. passionate about a lot of different names. I did it for Jodycom Good little true crime blog that's very cool It had a lot of cool information and i fucking went all over the place with this thing. i was so fascinated by it i just can't believe
0: <sighs> yeah
1: he they did nothing but they no. didn't even he was never even a
0: suspect that's weird it was a
1: small town small town only unsolved murder wow yeah is he still like you said he became a lawyer he's a lawyer he's still they're divorced she won't now, she now won't cooperate with the cops anymore. She's like, I gave them all the information I could. Huh. Yeah. What wow. do you think,
0: was that anticlimactic? Do I ask that every time? <laughs>
1: yeah, I think you do. I really do.
0: <clears throat> well, it's always when there's, when there's no uh, resolution. I mean, it's always just, it makes me want to ask 95 questions. Which are the ones I
1: love. I love when there's like, I love a good mystery.
0: You know what I was thinking about is that other one that you had that was from Japan or whatever. Yes. Where they killed the family. Totally. I think about that one all the time. Who the fuck was it? What it's enough why?
1: information that it should have
0: been able to be solved. That drives me crazy. Well, the frustrating thing, too, is that it's not like when you're on this side of it and you don't know, you have it in your head that it's going to be some fascinating reveal. Yeah, And it's always like, oh, that guy.
1: Like that's it, why. Yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why I like cold cases, because it, you can imagine that it's it's more it's deeper than it than just the stupidity of some they're killing
0: yeah. someone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to hear mine? Absolutely. Well, mine is pretty interesting. I I remembered that I read this book called, um, let me see. The Bible? (laughs) God, I love it. And I'm here to tell you about it, too. It's called, um, (laughs) Alone, Orphaned on the Sea, which is what I wanted to call my book. But forget (laughs) it. Um, (sighs) Oh, sorry, Orphaned on the Ocean. I can call mine or Orphaned on the Sea now. <laughs> so, um, I got really into for a little while before I ever saw the show I Survived, mm-hmm. which I cannot get on the Lifetime on my Apple TV. <gasps> I can't get it on my laptop. Oh my gosh. I can't. It will not let me access, even for money, it won't let me watch old episodes of I Survived. And I think that's wrong. And someone needs to do something about We it. We need, listen, is it Lifetime? Well, it's like lifetime.com. They Lifetime. only have
1: them on their website, I think. You're missing out on a great opportunity for a shout-out. Instead,
0: Karen's just disappointed. I'm just mad. Um, but I love all your movies. <laughs> Anyhow, so I read that I was super... in. I got into these stories of survival for a little while. In the, I would say, mid-90s. <laughs> Maybe I was having a hard time myself. I can't remember. <laughs> um, and I remember reading this book... And being fascinated by it. And the, the thing that drew, drew me to the book initially is the, co- on the cover of the book, there's a picture and it's just the open ocean and then a tiny, in the middle, a tiny white raft and a little girl sitting in it. No, is it a photograph? It's a photograph <gasps> of the person I'm about to tell you about and how she was found. Losing okay. my mind.
1: Losing my mind. Can I look <clears throat> at the photo? Should I wait? I'm going to wait. I have the foot, I have the picture on my phone for you. Everyone go look at the Durham family murder. Bathtub scene, and then it's not gruesome, except they're all dead. Oh my God, this yeah. little
0: girl alone or on the ocean. All right, so I'm this ex- is the story of Terry Joe Depero. Uh, and <clears throat> she was from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, when this happened to her, she was 11 years old. And, um, her father, Arthur, was an optometrist from, uh, also from Green Bay, obviously. <laughs> she wasn't uh, from a different area. Um, and Arthur had always dreamed of taking a, a year off and sailing around, like, the Bahamas, um, basically sailing the world with his family. He had been in World War Two and he had been in <clears throat> like the tropics. And so he thought that would be amazing, especially it was coming up on winter in um Green Bay. Yeah, fuck and hat. yeah, right. <laughs> and so he um He'd always wanted to basically live on a boat for like a year. Okay. And so his idea was he's going to take the family down to the Bahamas. Um, they're going to rent a sailboat and try it out for a week, see if the kids actually like it or if he's just full of beans and, uh, and then see, see where their adventure will take them. Okay. So they, they fly down to, um, Florida and they charter, uh, a two masted sailboat called the Bluebell. And they hire Captain Julian Harvey, who is a former Air Force fighter pilot, um, and an experienced sailor, and they have him captain the ship. And, um. Doesn't that seem weird to like, be like, my whole family and some guy? Yeah. Well, the guy brought his wife, Mary. Okay. Um, so I think they were kind of acting as like the uh, casual crew. It was a swinger situation. It was super key party. Okay. So. because this was also in uh, oh this was 1961 okay so they sailed out of Florida um, on November 8th 1961 and they sailed east toward the island of Bimini Hmm. Um, Bimini Bimini Boo (laughs) and uh, then they went on to Sandy Point on the great Abaco Island and the family spent a week there um, snorkeling and collecting shells on pink and white beaches. Ah. They just had a gorgeous um, vacation. And they had such a good time that Dr. Dupereaux told the village commissioner, because uh, they had to fill out paperwork to go back to uh-huh. um, America, uh, that he planned to return before Christmas. So uh-huh. they were super into this sailboating family dream. Cool. Um, <clears throat> so then they left and they set sail for home. And that night, around 9 p.m., Terry Jo headed downstairs to the sleep, her sleeping quarters in the back of the boat. Her brother and little sister had stayed upstairs in the cockpit with the parents, and around 11, she woke up because she heard her brother yelling, Daddy, help. <gasps> and then she heard stomping sounds, and then it went quiet. <gasps> and she laid in her bunk, shaking and confused and not sure what was going on. And oh, she's 11? She's 11 years old. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. So, finally, she sneaks up to the main cabin uh, and she sees her mother and brother lying in a big pool of blood. Holy shit. <clears throat> so, she said the second she saw them, she knew she they were dead. So, she went past them and snuck up uh, to the cockpit hatch and she stuck her head out and she saw more blood on the deck and she saw a knife on the ground. Oh my God. So she crawls out of the hatch because she's trying to find her dad and Captain Harvey runs at her and growls get back down there and pushes her down the stairs. Holy shit. So she closes her eyes runs past her brother and mom and goes back to her bunk and gets into her get, goes back to her cabin and gets back in the bunk. And she lays there. She doesn't know what to do. She's obviously probably in shock, freaking out. Then she hears sloshing and she looks down and <clears throat> the floor of her sleeping quarters is covered in oily water. And she realizes the ship is sinking. Oh my god. So, she's afraid to move, but she looks up and then suddenly the captain's standing in the doorway staring at her and he's um, carrying her brother's rifle. And He stares at her for a little bit, then he just turns and walks away. So uh, she lays in bed, frozen stiff, doesn't know what to do. But pretty soon, the water's up to her mattress. So she knew she had to get out of there.
1: If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and
0: Android. Goodbye. So she wades through waste deep water out of her cabin, um, out through or out of her quarters out through the main cabin. She goes back up on deck and she looks over the side and she sees that the the life raft is already in the water. And Captain Harvey walks up to her and hands her the rope that connects, connecting the life raft and says, hold on to this. I'll be back in a second. And she's in such shock and fear, she drops the rope. And so as he's walking away, he looks and sees that the rope is going and the dinghy's starting to float oh away. God. So he dives in after it and... <clears throat> uh, he dives in after it, and she watched him swim after the boat and disappear Holy. into the night. Oh my, god, oh my god, I have so many questions. Go on. I stole that last line directly from the Reader's Digest article that I was reading about this story. Oh, yeah. I read several articles about it, but Reader's Digest was the main one. And oh, I just man. want to thank them for being an American classic. I miss that. I used to read this when I was a kid. That's all I read. When you that's went to true. the bathroom at your aunt's house? I didn't want to say it. But that's it's all about Reader's Digest. Oh, man. Cover to cover. <laughs> so, okay. So... It's an 11-year-old girl standing on a sinking boat Fuck. Uh, who's witnessed her family murdered, part of her family murdered. <clears throat> she. What does she do? Does she cry? Does she cower? No. She remembers that there is a small cork life raft in the cockpit. Mm-hmm. So she runs and grabs it. And as she does, as she grabs a hold of it, and they, they, they don't describe this that much, but um, she basically runs forward. To the front of the boat grabs the life raft and by the time she gets there the boat is sinking under her feet so she is just enough time to jump onto it as the boat goes under the water so she basically went down with the ship and then jumped onto this little cork life raft holy shit so now she's alone at sea in a tiny raft um it's, t- it's three feet long. I mean, you, you saw it in yeah. that picture. She barely, she doesn't fit into it. She couldn't lay down in it. It's yeah. half her, it's probably like, can hold her legs. So <clears throat> she has a blouse and pants on. She's freezing cold. It's pitch black. There's no moon out. She can't see. So she keeps getting hit with huge waves and the salt water's getting in her eyes and stinging <clears throat> her eyes. She can't open her eyes and she's afraid that Captain Harvey is nearby. Oh my God. So. <clears throat> That's then it starts raining. So oh, her, her first night out in the water, bad news. Okay. Anytime you're lost, you're out at sea, I wouldn't be looking for good news. Although I wonder if the that, that not salt water that it was raining down was helpful in some way like she could drink it or something oh maybe you mean hydration wise yeah for a second i thought you meant i wonder if if she was in a freshwater. water <laughs> was she in a fish tank was she did she go to lake havasu <laughs> um okay <clears throat> so she wake up wakes up the next morning the sun comes out she's not cold anymore now of course she's boiling mm-hmm. hot uh Oh, I've seen Joe versus Volcano. I know what it's like. Okay, yeah, you know what on. it's like to be on a raft. Sure. But his raft was nice. It was pretty sweet. It was huge. He had that great suitcase. Yeah. Um, her raft was slowly disintegrating. No! Yes. Sweet baby angel. Uh, so she has to hang her legs over the side to float like the, the plastic... Rubbery part that has the air in it is the part that's not disintegrating. So she has to sit on the edge and then hang her legs over the side. Then parrotfish come and start biting her legs. What are parrotfish? They sound like dicks. Um, I don't know. It sounds like a f- oh, they start biting her legs. I bet they're the ones that you see in tropical fish tanks. Yeah, um, they think they're all big, but they're fancy colors <laughs> and their teeth. Fucking <laughs> like shark food. So uh, that's her first day. It sucks. The next day... It's her first day. It sucks. this <laughs> is the best
1: description I've <laughs> ever heard.
0: The next day she wakes up, her tongue is swelling in her mouth because oh of all the salt that she's taking in oh no. and no hydration. And then she sees a plane <laughs> and she's waving. She takes her shirt off and waves and waves and waves this, this white shirt over her head. It dips down toward her a little bit and then flies away and never comes back. Wait, what? No. Ugh. Yeah. That was how she was going to get saved. Nope. So <sighs> that afternoon... She spots some shapes swimming in the water about 30 uh, yards away, and she's scared to death because she thinks they're sharks. Friend or foe. When they come closer, it's a pod of porpoises that swim with her no. for hours no. and hours. Never. No. Now we all cry at the beauty of nature. Are you... Are you... This yeah. is 100% for sh- sure Yes, this, this is from her... This is her book, Alone, Orphan of the Ocean. What did they... What did they... Because, I know, but like, how did, oh my God. Have you ever seen those specials where they have children that have like brain damage or some kind of disease get into water with a dolphin? They do studies and their brain function improves when they're around dolphins. Dolphins have like a weird fucking children ESP and they know when something's in the water and needs their help. And they're beautiful creatures (laughs) and you have to stop killing them. Okay.
1: Oh my god! That was amazing. I thought you were serious. I thought you were
0: really crying for a second. Um, what if I was accusing you personally of telling yeah, them, Georgia? Please, with all your tuna. All right. Okay. So that night, the sea is totally still. Now that I'm going to admit to a half lie in this, because I remember this from the book. Mm -hmm. but I read this book almost 20 years ago. Okay. So who knows what bullshit I've layered on top of this, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure I remember this. Yeah. That the sea, this one night was still so she could see the stars like down down to the horizon. Wow and there was bioluminescent algae in the water. So it was all like, she basically said she wasn't that scared until yeah. the very end because these cool things kept happening and that was one of them that she saw like that the whole ocean was glowing green and then she could see every single star. This reminds me of James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. Remember
1: when they were in the ocean and the peach? I fucking love that book.
0: I read That was my favorite book in the whole world. Except for the, co- the copy I I had because it was from like 1979 because mm-hmm. it was when I was a child. Mm-hmm. There was an illustration of James at the beginning that is the saddest picture of any mm-hmm. child ever. I tweeted it one time. Oh my God. It's so sad. When his awful.
1: parents got killed by a fucking rhino that escaped from the zoo. Yeah. Hardcore. Maybe that's why I always thought my,
0: pa- fa- my parents were going to die because <laughs> yes. that was my favorite book. Yes. Because Dahl liked to plant those pretty early and often. He just did. be prepared to be an orphan just in case. Which I appreciate to a to a degree, he should have said, Be prepared to be an orphan of the sea. Yeah. Because that could also happen. Bucking okay. Tie it in. Go ahead. So I had to bring it back. <laughs> that night, when she fell asleep, she dreamed of she saw her father peacefully drinking a glass of red wine mm. and telling her, Come on, we're leaving. Mm. So when she woke up on the third day, she was really sore. Her skin was burnt through her clothes, mm. all her joints ached. Um, she had been balancing on the edge of that raft. 'Cause almost all the bottom was now gone. Yeah. Um and she started hallucinating. She would see tiny islands with one palm tree on them oh. and then start paddling, 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 and then when she'd get to them they would disappear. Oh my god. Um Sounds on the like fourth a far side comic I know. <laughs> On the fourth day, she didn't wake up in the morning. She was losing consciousness. She was close to death. And when she finally did wake up, she woke up because she felt a shadow over her. (gasps) And when she opened her eyes, she said she saw a huge whale hanging in in the air above her. Wow! But what it actually was, was a Greek freighter (gasps) that miraculously had someone had spotted her on this greek freighter and that's the person one of the people one of the sailors on this ship took that picture that i showed you holy shit the second they saw her so that was her still lost at sea basically oh and she didn't even know yet so she for her the experience for her was a whale was hanging over her and then she was being lifted in the air (sighs) and then she was in big strong arms and then she was asleep and the next thing she knew, she I'm woke up and she was cry. at the hospital in Florida. Big, strong arms. Big, strong arms. And a whale. And Greek arms. So they'd have Ooh. that real good hair. Yeah. Real good wrist hair. Shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a pipe.
1: Uh, probably. It smells, like, smells like a pipe. He smells like a pipe. He'd smell like a pipe. And He'd definitely water. have a
0: big beard. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. This is just it's, our fantasy. Yes, yeah, This is a different podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, so she got helicoptered To the hospital in Miami She was treated for dehydration And severe sunburn In a week she recovered With no serious injuries Holy shit But Not so for doc, For Captain Julian Julian Harvey Oh hell no I was gonna call him doctor Um. So Captain Harvey Was rescued the next day Oh By a lookout On, um, on an oil tanker That was headed for Puerto Rico And when they found him He had the dead body of Terry Joe's seven-year-old sister Renee in the life raft. What? Why? Uh, he told the Coast Guard that he had found her in the water and tried to revive her, and um, so basically, but she, the the autopsy showed that she dr- she drowned. Um, so uh, he, the story he told the Coast Guard was that the Bluebell was damaged in a squall in the oh. middle of the night, and. Um, his wife and the Duperos were injured when the masts and rigging collapsed. He said gas lines in the engine room ruptured and the ship caught fire as it slowly sank. He said he'd managed to launch the dinghy and raft and dive overboard, but the tangled rigging had trapped everyone else on board. The police were totally suspicious, but there was nothing to prove otherwise. And then three days later, oh my Terry Joe shows up, survived. Oh! And when Harvey finds out that she survived, he killed himself in his hotel room. Holy shit. So turns out they do some investigating and Harvey had serious financial problems and he had just taken out a life insurance policy on his wife, Mary fucking life insurance policies. It's not they need to there needs to be more steps before you can just take out a life insurance policy on your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Or husband. Yeah. Or children. (laughs) The police theorized that he had killed his wife for the insurance money, but was caught in the act by Arthur Deborah, prompting him, uh, prompting Harvey to murder him and the rest of his family. Yeah. Um, it was found, later found that Mary had been Harvey's sixth wife. What? And not the first to die while married to him. Come on. He had miraculously survived a car accident that had claimed another wife of his and her mother, both his yacht, Torbatross, which is a terrible fucking name, and his powerboat, Valiant, had both sunk under suspicious circumstances. Fuck. They had all yielded large insurance settlements. Turns out Captain Harvey was kind of a serial killer. Oh my God. Terry Jo was raised in Wisconsin by her aunt. She never talked about the ordeal. Her family told everyone not to bring it up in front of her. So she lived with this for years and years and years. Does that
1: seem mentally healthy to you?
0: It is not mentally healthy. Yeah. You guys, it's the worst thing you could do. Talk
1: about your trauma. You
0: have to talk about it. Talk about it to someone who is trained professionally. Someone cool and who's trained. You have to talk about things like, yeah, I mean, come on. I think people, I think these days people know that, but this was the sixties. It was Wisconsin. Yeah. Press it way down deep. This is, I mean, that's, you know, that's what a lot of families do. My family is very much like, "Eh, don't bring it up. Yeah. We don't want to bother anybody. Right. Um, So, she finally went to therapy as an adult. Ooh. And 50 years later, she wrote a book with a survival psychologist named Richard Logan called Alone, Orphaned on the Ocean. Oh,
1: my God. And she actually
0: took sodium amytol, which I believe is true true serum, so that she could remember everything. So, she went all the way back. So fucking cool. Yeah. Holy shit. That's our girl, Terry Jo Depereau. I want to read that. And... She has an I survived. No, of course she does, really? Yeah. yeah. I want to see that. But oh. I, didn't, I didn't pick this one because I saw it on I survived. Because the I survived doesn't, for me, doesn't tell you enough. They take all the good ones. They really, I mean, they do.
1: That is so. I have never heard that before. That's
0: a good one, right? There you go. 11 one. years old. I think you won. Is this a game? I think you won. <laughs> it can't be a game. Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, if it's a game, the pe- when you know when you have a big capti- H- captain harvey oh, yeah. is a serial killer reveal i mean yeah but
1: also a girl surviving mm. in a boat that's pretty fucking sweet it's pretty goddamn cinematic can i add that none of the hands of the family in the bathtub were tied behind their back where were they tied they weren't tied was when i or like so maybe they were unconscious from being strangled
0: yes they would have to be cuz there was no defense there's no defense yeah. there's no fighting but their hands are free yeah but yeah Yes. That doesn't make sense. No. Okay.
1: I'm not trying to one-up you. I'm just... No,
0: no, <laughs> remember no. remembered that part. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, but also, you said the wife was strangled, but the other two had rope burns around their neck, like yeah. they were hung? No, I think
1: they were all strangled. Okay. By... by oh, there's like a... Like a... Some kind of rope that would... T- like that they got at the house. So, So, it's not like they
0: brought these weapons with them whoever right. killed them right right and this might be a good time to say considering the fact that that guy's a lawyer that everything that we accuse him of is alleged alleged hearsay and, disp- and not proven speculation gossip yeah podcasting fuck
1: you're right <laughs> <laughs> shit guys, please don't tell on us and that was the end of the
0: podcast <laughs> that they did Ended. Not y'all, ladies. Think you're smart. You think you're funny and smart. Well, guess what? Is that how he sounds? He's from North Carolina, that's right? Is that yeah? I don't know where that accent. No, I from. buy it. Well, that's some fucked up shit. Yeah. Well, Uh go to our Instagram account, uh, <laughs> Instagram.com slash my favorite murder. <laughs> go to Twitter, my fave murder at Twitter. Um, Facebook page. Fucking hang out with us. Hang out. Oh, but the one thing I will say Please. is now we're getting lots of recommendations. If it's on net, let's stop pretending. Netflix has a bunch of choices. <laughs> yeah. Netflix has like, let's say 20 British shows. Yeah. We've seen them all. If it's on Netflix or HBO, the challenge to you is to find a British procedural I haven't seen. Good luck. And the person who suggested DCI Banks, I laugh in your face. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't even think that's what they suggested. But I mean I've seen I've honestly seen them all. Someone said I've seen them all, including Midsummer Midsummer Mysteries, which really is like total grandma TV. Yeah. I've tried to watch that one too. Oh my god, But it's very grandma y. You love that shit, man. I do. Sorry, um, that that was just. I had to tag that on. No, I get it. I uh,
1: I appreciate it. It's okay. kind of. It's sweet. It's the intentions are sweet, of course. But also, enough. Well, just give me something new. Yeah, that's all for sure. Yeah. Um. Well, you guys, thanks for listening. You guys. Oh, uh, haven't even asked you yet. Yeah. Have I? You're jumping your line. Do you want a cookie? There he goes. Okay. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered. Bye. Bye. Bye.